Husa, here we are again. Uh, episode 2. I think I'm getting into the swing of things now. I hope you guys are still enjoying each episode as much as I am creating them. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, my name is Hadley and welcome to Reclaiming My Shine, a podcast in which I share parts of my journey to finding myself and the work I'm doing to rediscover the light within that I've been dimmed over time. Firstly, thank you everyone for joining me on this journey. Your messages of support have been so encouraging and I want to ask you to continue engaging with me on reclaimingmyshine.pod on Instagram. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode and please go back and listen to past episodes. In this episode, I will tackle the tricky topic of balance. You know that ideal we're all striving towards but can never really master or reach. The past few weeks has been so intense. I've been having to balance meeting deadlines at work, finding time to record the podcast while also making time for my friends and also not neglecting myself. There's so much pressure to perform from all sides, whether it be work or family or even friends. It can be overwhelming because we all have the same amount of hours in a day, right? But how do we fit everything in? At this rate, there's a part of me that's happy to be single because wow, how the hell am I going to fit in time for another human being? From a work perspective, I'm unfortunately not a member of Team B Minimum eh? there are There's still so much that I want to achieve within my career. And by doing the bare minimum at work will not get me there. Then there's the effects of imposter syndrome that we spoke about in the previous episode. I'm a perfectionist uh, when it comes to my work and I want everything to be perfect. I want my eyes to be dotted and every T to be crossed. Um, but it goes beyond that. I genuinely love what I do. And the best part of being a strategist is that I'm able to use my analytical side and my love for numbers as fuel for creative expression. I'm fascinated and excited by the process of taking data and studying human behavior to solve business problems. So I tend to put a lot of effort into my work and I do very rarely switch off. I can be out at a social event or even just scrolling through social media and it'll just spark an idea or a possible solution to something I've been racking my brain over for the last couple of days. My brain is constantly whizzing away. And then there's the task of being the eldest, uh, put so, I put so much pressure on myself um, to see to the needs of my family. I need to make sure my mom and my brother are okay. And it is especially overwhelming since I've moved to Johannesburg. Because now that I'm not readily available to show up when they need me, and with the hustle and the craziness that comes with relocating to another city, I don't always get to check in regularly. It's been nearly three years and we are still trying to navigate that gauntlet. I'm fortunate to have a family that understands my mission and that are very supportive regardless of how often I get to visit. They're just happy to see me and spend time with me. Another consequence of moving to Johannesburg was learning to manage long-distance friendships. I'd lived in Cape Town all my life before moving to Joburg, so needless to say, all of my most meaningful friendships were all based in Cape Town at the time. Initially, I was worried about how I would maintain these friendships. My friends, being the good people that they are, supported my decision to make the great trek, and I love and appreciate them for that. The first day and a bit was a, was a new challenge, I will admit, but I think we navigated it well. I guess in, this, in some weird way, the pandemic helped with the transition. 
it forced us all to slow down and take stock of the things that were most important to us, which meant more phone calls, making time for regular catch-ups, and visit visiting each other as often as we could. But as the world started opening up, and I started establishing myself here in Johannesburg, other priorities started eating into my time. At the time, I felt so guilty because I believed that I was neglecting my friendships. To some degree, I still feel that guilt today, especially when I miss big milestones or when I realize I've gone two, maybe even three weeks without making contact. But through my meditations and journaling, I was into this reality that there needed to be some form of letting go or some level of letting go. I was in a new, unfamiliar city, and to really make the best of it, I had to put myself out there, meet new people and make new friends. I also reluctantly accepted that life in Cape Town was going on without me too. The dynamics of my friendships may have changed, but I'm very fortunate that I still maintain very close relationships with them. We may not speak as regularly as we used to, but our bonds are still as strong as ever, because we make the time we needed to connect. On the other hand, I was meeting new people in Johannesburg and building a whole new support system here. I'm blessed to have been able to build such a solid network of premium people in a relatively short amount of time. But man, <laughs> no one told me how difficult it is to make new friends as an adult. I'm lucky that my work and the industry I'm in allows me to cross paths with incredibly talented and good people. So shout out to all my friends, old and new, that keep me sane and remind me to work hard, but also make time to play. <laughs> As you may have deduced by now, I work extremely hard, but I also have many personal goals that I would love to achieve. And to be honest, I place a lot of pressure on myself to achieve those goals. I often beat myself up for not achieving them sooner, but I'm learning that everything happens in its own time. And just as long as I keep working towards them, I just have to keep putting in the work. And in all of this, I have to find time for myself. I believe it is important that we each spend time with ourselves doing the things that we enjoy, things that feed our souls and nurture our well-being. For me, I enjoy journaling in the morning. It just helps me clear my mind. I enjoy going to gym and I'll find time to go watch a movie that I've been wanting to see. I will play music loudly in my lounge and just jam out and have a good time by myself. But I think it's so, so important to just connect with yourself, sit down, journal, find the things that are important to do to you. Do a check, check in to see how far you are, how well you are doing, what are the things that are bothering you, what are things that are doing that are going well for you that you need to continue doing. So can you see the predicament I'm in? And I haven't even touched on the life admin, like going to gym, eating healthily, and spending hours at a time in line at home affairs. In an ideal world, we would be able to give every aspect of our lives the same amount of time. We'd be able to spend time with our friends and family without feeling guilty about something else that we should be doing. But this is the real world. Something's got to give. Finding balance between what we want to do and what requires our attention will always be a juggling act. But how do we ensure that we at least come close? I think the secret I found is in prioritizing the things that are important to you and doing the things that you love. 
there's no more compelling argument to let go of the things that no longer serves you or doesn't just bring you joy. Shout out to Marie Kondo, eh? I know she's been going through a lot after she's told us just how messy she really is. But seriously though, there comes a time when you realize that spending time and effort on people and things that only drains you is not worth it. Rather you set time to do the things you love, make time for to work on your personal goals, and most importantly, treat yourself. And surround yourself with people that understand your mission, people who, do, who not only support you, but will also hold you accountable when, when the time comes. You may never be able to find the perfect work-life balance, but cutting out the things that steal your time will help you come dangerously close. And that's that on that. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to tag reclaimingmyshine.pod. I would also like to hear your thoughts and experience about finding balance in your own life. I believe the more we talk about these things, the more we are able to find the help and support we need to get through it. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and follow reclaimingmyshine.pod on Instagram for regular updates and to share your thoughts. Bye for now.